Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix Podcast. We're doing the show live on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, we appreciate it while you're there. Give us, you know, a thumbs up, a comment, feed the algorithm, that type of thing. Subscribe, tell all your friends, notifications, eh, blah, 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 all that stuff. Head on over to readycheckradio.com. That's R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Socials are in the upper right-hand corner. You can click them all, follow us, support us, share us. That's the best way you can show support if you like what we do. And, of course, stop on by live. We've got chat hanging out, ready to give their points. We've got a lot to talk about, I'm sure. Predictably, you know, we're going to be talking about the Asmund one himself, the gold one himself, the Asmund gold one himself. Uh, definitely a topic. Now that he has been playing Final Fantasy XIV for a little while, we'll see if our predictions of the way things went uh, held true and if we kind of feel the same way now as we did before he started streaming the game and a lot more. So it's not going to be all Asmin all the time here, but we got some other stuff to talk about too. Joining me, Mike Byrne, your host as always, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkot, sounding a little froggy. I offered to give him the day off. He declined. He said, no, chat depends on me. Said, <laughs> That's chat. true. I'm I'm a good soldier. Whether I'm under the weather or not, I'm here. Good to go. It, it is, after this, it is rather gonna... foggy behind you. I mean, perhaps it is rather that foggy, has but... contributed to your breathing issues. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not fog. It's actually smoke from the tower in the back. So That's uh, very smoky. Yeah, very smoky. Also, I should probably go somewhere else. Yeah, you probably should. Also on the line, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? What's going on? I'm a terrible soldier, dude. You you were, you were you were you joined the chat a little angry. Are you okay? I'm good. I'm, I'm not even mad. I told you. It's just like the resting face. I can't help it. Yeah, we yeah. were like, hey, resting Kronos, what's up? Both Tark and I were like, what's up, Kronos? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, our fourth host uh, joining us, looking buff and swole and ready to go, Yuna. What's up, Yuna? <laughs> With a maxed out sphere grid. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> so swole. So swole. So swole. Yuna, I'm sure, will provide valuable input as we go along with all of our topics. All of our topics. What do you mean you can't see her? I, I know you can see her. I mean, I got I got it right on the screen. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Your Twitch is broken. Your Twitch is broken. Delay. <laughs> Your Twitch is broken. Well, the funny thing is that I think that might have been like a double joke, right? Because it's John Cena. You can't see her, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. See I, but I wasn't going to feed that because that's Yuna. That is not – I don't know who their <laughs> chat is talking about. This is this is a Square Enix show, yeah, okay, not a WWE show. That is Yuna. I can clearly see Yuna. I can clearly see Yuna. Clearly. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV has broken its Steam concurrent user record this past week. And I'm sure you're shocked and amazed and have no idea what would have led to this 
Amazing increase in players. Now, to be fair, though, again, this is one platform, right? We're talking about Steam. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, I would venture a guess that most of us that have been playing this game for a long time aren't playing on Steam. I did. I owned the software on Steam and the standalone software. Uh, but when they stopped, because I wanted the Steam trophies and, like, the time plays and all yeah. that stuff. But then when they, like, unlinked those and didn't let you, you know, you had, I was like, fuck it. I'm never buying the Steam software again. Forget it. So I don't play on Steam anymore. So one sample size, but a decent sample size to go by. It has crushed its previous concurrent record. We are now at over 47,000 people at once playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV via Steam. Now, while that may sound impressive, it's actually, to be specific, 47,542. And you might go, wow, you know what? Asmund Streaming probably brought a lot of people to the game. And while, yes, it is undoubtedly has very much to do with that, you might be surprised that the previous peak wasn't like smashed to oblivion by this number or something. It wasn't like there was like a 22,000 and all of a sudden it's 47,000. The previous record was 41,200. And that was just back at the end of June. So yeah. yes, it is up, but it's not like huge, you know, it doubled its thing or whatever. I don't think anybody's surprised by this, right, Kronos? This is predictable. Like even people probably just jumping into hang out with Asmin on stream or screw with Asmin stream, a topic we'll get to later, that naturally is going to inflate some numbers initially. Yeah, I mean, when you got like 100,000 people watching you, a lot of people want to follow you around. So like, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't shock me at all that this is a thing. And then like you said, this is also like a small sample size. I'm sure like the overall number of people playing just in general also skyrocketed a fair amount. But it's probably not like some crazy amount that like we've never seen. Like I mean, when an expansion drops, like it's pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, not shocked. So and it's been pretty cool. Yeah, over over so. two hundred thousand people watching one of his his initial kickoff stream, and the yeah. numbers have basically been between ninety thousand and one hundred and eighty thousand since then too. So people sticking around. Uh, you know, Asmund's got a big following anyway, no matter what he plays, but getting a, a little bit uh, more of a following, uh, at least for a few streams, as he's checking out Final Fantasy XIV. And yeah, I mean, there are sites, Kron or Tarkoth, that have reported now. We've, we've mentioned them here. We really didn't go into depth uh, on them because I happen to feel that while directionally accurate, their numbers... Uh, revolve around a lot of estimation <laughs> uh, but estimation and feel yeah yeah estimation and feel and you know there's certain metrics that they use but there are sites that have been reporting for a couple of months now that Final Fantasy 14 has surpassed World of Warcraft not just like this week but for the last few months as the biggest MMO on the planet uh, you know take it for what you will we never really reported yeah. on it here because the math is a little dubious while probably correct, I would hesitate to use the exact numbers. So it's all looking rosy for 14 right now, Tark. Sure it is. Um, and Asma's not the only person that's, you know, come not up. Not at all. Quite a few others. Uh, Co Carnage, I know, for one. He's brought over a couple thousand people. Um, so all these eyes are beneficial to this game that we love. Um, and not taking anything away from World of Warcraft and the years of content they've put out, but 
they're just they're stumbling right now. Um, I know a new patch just came out, um, but with the consistency that Final Fantasy fourteen has, I think people are starting to see that you can depend on this game to release content in a timely fashion. And I hope Endwalker rewards all these people coming over with a great expansion. Yuna, what do you think? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well taken. I well think taken. it's great. <laughs> I totally cut back to the camera shot just in time to see you doing the voice. Damn it. That's awesome. Old for five seconds then. That's awesome. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the reason, and, and yeah, to be fair, there are multiple big streamers. Bellular had, you know, was checking it out prior to Asmund, checking it out and, and talking about it and comparing it to WoW and things like that. Uh, what I don't get, and, and I just, I absolutely hate this. Like, first off, I am like let's let's say at best I am D-list celebrity when it comes to games coverage, okay? You know, I am not A, B, C. I, I might just barely be D and a lot of that is probably because of working for mmobomb.com and and how long I've done this. You're A in my heart, okay? A in my heart. Oh. Suck up. I'm doubling your pay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two times zero is still zero. That, exactly. Exactly. But I, I've always hated like this whole, it has to be one or the other. Like, and, and it doesn't matter if it's WoW versus Final Fantasy 14. I mean, it could be any game versus any game. Like, if you're a Street Fighter person, then Mortal Kombat says, fuck you. And if you're a Mortal Kombat person, then Street Fighter fans say, you know, screw off. Like, I have never got. We are talking about video games. Mm -hmm. We are literally talking about something that is created and meant to be fun. If it ain't fun, play something else. If that becomes fun again, it's okay to go back, Kronos. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. We're seeing a lot of that right now with, you know, some Final Fantasy XIV gatekeeping going on from... from albeit a very small minority in the community. And, and some World of Warcraft people aren't happy that Asmin is playing Final Fantasy because it's a betrayal on their game. Like, I've never gotten that mentality, Kronos. Like, I've never been so... I love many, many games. I'm going to play what I like, what I feel like playing at that point. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely used to be that way, like back in the '90s, right? You were like a Super Nintendo, or you were like Genesis, like that. You know, you had to pick a side. Right? Oh well, I mean, that was the console uh, wars. We don't, we don't, we don't uh, compare. You know, the console no, wars is totally different. <laughs> but I, I agree, right? Like, I, I'm like, you know, the fighting game analogy kind of hits home too. Like, I, I try everything. I just enjoy the genre in general, um, and so. I like having debates, though, right? Like, I, I will talk exactly. to people and see, like, yeah. what, what they like, what they don't like, why something is considered not quite as good as something else. And I, and I like that conversation. But at the end of the day, right, like, if you enjoy it, play it, right? And and we shouldn't be trying to keep people out, and we shouldn't be mad that people are going to play other stuff. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm taking a break from Final Fantasy. I haven't logged on to Final Fantasy really in a couple weeks now. And it's not like I hate the game because <laughs> I haven't logged in. It's just I had playing other stuff, and I'll come back. It's not going to go anywhere, and I still enjoy the hell out of the game. And, like, these people need to kind of, like, chill a bit. It's, you know, just let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. Um, like you said, it's a game. It's meant for enjoyment. And if someone gets enjoyment out of something that you might not necessarily like, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's literally a game. 
Like yeah. those are by definition, Tark, supposed to be fun. <laughs> supposed to <Yeah>. be fun. <laughs> I just don't get how like one streamer or one individual playing a game on a stream for two hundred thousand people affects you individually. Like what how if you don't like it, don't watch him well, play it. And if you're on your own server... Yeah, but there might be some people on Cactuar that might have a bit of a different opinion on that one right now because it legitimately has impacted, you know, regular Joe players that might not even watch streamers or be aware of Asmongold and what's going on all of a sudden sure. having hard times in long queues and stuff like that to get on, on their game. So, I mean, to that point, yeah, I can emotionally... I'm with you. you know, why does that impact you? Who cares? Uh, but I don't think it's to, fair to say that there's zero impact. Fair. Fair enough. Just going to leave it at that. He's like, no. Uh, leave it at that. Fair, fair enough. Have, have any of you checked it out? Like, have any of you had a chance to watch some of his stream or go back and watch some of the videos or anything? I've caught it a couple of times. I've caught it a couple yeah. times live. Uh, for like an hour here or there type stuff. And I've watched some of the, the snippet stuff he's put up on his YouTube channel. What's the impression you're getting so far, Kronos? Well, I think I, it, to me, it seems like he's genuinely having a good time. Um, like I thought that my, like, I mean, the predictions we were talking about before, like I was kind of worried. I didn't know how much he would really enjoy this story. And even though he like, he memes on it a little bit sometimes, but that's fine. I, I think he's genuinely having fun playing the story. And I, I worried about that because ARR, it's typically kind of weak in comparison to like the later stuff that he hasn't gotten to yet. Yeah, it uh, should um, be noted he's playing Marauder, which was pretty predictable, so that yeah. he can roll into Warrior at level thirty. I did Ooh. see that he. Uh, I think he asked his chat at one point if he could romance Yastola. Yeah. So like, <laughs> no, you know, no, you're saying it wrong. He, yeah, you Yishlata. actually said Yastola. Uh, no, yeah, okay. Yishlata. Okay. He's had I'm... some trouble pronouncing a lot of things okay. oh he's doing he's doing some of that on purpose you know he yeah is. I, i'm sure he is oh yeah he, i mean he, asmin is, is there. whether yeah. you like him or not he is an entertainer like through and through he knows the psychology yeah. of this stuff like there's a lot of stuff that i do or say on camera that is very theater oriented and psychological entertainment aspect you could tell i don't know if he was ever professionally trained or like did theater or was involved or anything like it but he has definitely learned the ropes uh, of being an entertainer. He's got the gift of gab. He could just sit there and, and talk with chat without even actually playing the damn game uh, mm -hmm. and be fine and be totally fine. And so, yeah, some of the, you could tell, I think you're right, Tark. You could tell the ones that are intentional because he's got like that little wry smile on his face when he does it. But then the ones that you're just like, yeah, he totally butchered that and he has no clue that he totally butchered that. I actually love watching when that happens, like watching my son play an older Final Fantasy for the first time and, and he rattles off how he reads the name because like, I, I am sorry, I know correctly it is Titus, but it always takes me a fraction of a second before I say it to correct myself in my head because when I was, no. you know, early 20s and that game came out, that was Titus, that was Titus. Titus. Yes. <laughs> It, it happens in uh, Street Fighter too. Like if you go back to the old days, oh, a lot yeah. of people still refer to like like Saget and Rue. Yeah, people people still call him that stuff. You know, and it's just sticks to me. I still call him Titus. <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't I call him Titus it, too. It's still Titus for Martz and it Chad is, as It well. is Titus, but it is yeah, Titus. Like Titus. canonically, it is Titus. Uh, we have heard that it confirmed via multiple times, but. That doesn't never made sense to me. The whole game's about fucking water. Why is his name not Titus? Anyway, 
And we're not here to talk about that. His name is Asbury. We're here to talk about Titus. Dalamundo. Yeah. Dalamundo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've been checking out the streams a little bit, Tark. What are your initial impressions? Um, well, he's respectful to the content. I guess is the best word I could use. Um, he seems to be paying attention, reading the story. I didn't think he'd read the story. Um, I thought he would, you know, click through because he cares about the content, the battle, the raids. Um, and he said multiple times he's excited to get to 50. He wants to go through the coils, uh, item level synced, um, minimum item level, I think at one point he said. So that would be interesting content to see. I would love to see him uh, go through that stuff. Um, he seems to be having a, having a fun time, and I hope he sticks with it. Um, I'm, I'm happy for him, if, and I hope he stays. Yeah, and he did say one thing in a stream that I thought was interesting that kind of goes with what you're talking about there, Tark, with there, there's no rush, you know? Yeah. Uh, because when he was talking about wanting to get to Endgame and stuff, he was like, I think I can get there in about a month. You know, like he wasn't like, I got to get there in three or four streams so that we can get to this stuff that I really, you know, why I'm really personally here. Uh, I want to check that rating stuff out. But exactly, I mean, he's, he's not even, he's like, I, I, I could probably get to Endgame in a month. And, and I was like, you know what? If you're streaming as many hours a day as you do as many days a week, that's going to be a nice clip for you. You're going to be fine. You're, that is somebody that is, you know, trying to experience it and everything. Uh, I do like... <laughs> This is where the Asman part creeps in, right? <laughs> like him or hate him, you know, whatever. We're not talking about your personal, you know, like or dislike for Asman Gold here. We're talking about him in conjunction with Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I did like the analogy. I th maybe you thought it was inappropriate. I thought it was funny uh, when he was talking about playing WoW because nine point one did come out. The new raid came out this week, this past Tuesday, you know, two days ago. Mm -hmm. He does want to do that type of stuff with, with his guild and, and do the mythic and all that fun stuff. Uh, and so he was like talking to his stream, you know, I, yeah, I'm still going to do that. I want, I want to play that stuff. He was like, it's not that I hate WoW. I, I don't like a lot of the directions that they're going in right now, but I still love the game. I still have a passion for that game. He was like, it's like when you're my age, and I'm quoting Asmund here, uh, or yeah. paraphrasing, I should say. It's like, it's like when you're my age and you go to the strip joint. Right, and you hang out with all the nineteen-year-old girls. You still go home to your fat wife that you love. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, Esmond, come on, come and on!" And that's what you get with him. That's what you. Get <laughs> I mean, with that him. is absolutely what you're gonna get. What you know, what you're gonna get. Uh, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, and by the way, uh, kudos to him. Uh, Thirty, a little over thirty grand estimated in uh subs and donations from just day one just day one can you even fathom that chronos like i'm gonna get on stream and hang out and oh cool i just made 30 g's no <laughs> if if i could do that i wouldn't have my day job <laughs> right I, I could fathom it sounds wonderful <laughs> uh, just absolutely amazing. amazing. And I mean, not taking anything away from him. He has spent years cultivating that oh, size yeah, yeah, of an yeah. audience. So we're not like, hey, it's a fluke or anything. No, he's cultivated that audience for quite some time. Now, one thing I do want to talk about here specific to his stream, though, uh, was obviously there was a lot of griefing 
and just mm-hmm. over excitement with people welcoming him to the server when his character fi- finally got on. He did not know, you know, certain things he could use to make himself a little more anonymous. Uh, he did learn some of them, so this this eventually got better. But a lot of people on the server, fans of his, wanted to be there and just, yeah, hey, I'm on stream. Hi, uh, welcome to the game. Some people were there to to grief him and and stream snipe him. Uh, including one uh, rather notorious one, Tark, who was using the Lunar Whale mount to basically just impede progress uh, for Asmund over and over and over for hours and hours and hours. Uh, Yeah. Square Enix went ahead and issued some bans. Good. They they jumped in uh, and issued some bans. For multiple accounts you can find this on reddit you can find this i mean if you're adventurous enough uh, it's on 4chan too i wouldn't recommend it but it's you know it's there uh and uh asman did tweet out looks like square enix is actually banning the clowns who spent literally hours running after me and stream site sniping me fucking awesome it's incredible how easy of a problem this is to solve when a company actually cares now, I understand that Square Enix is probably watching this whole situation too, right? Yeah, they realize cool. they are hip enough to what is going on to realize that this is a big deal and it's a lot of eyeballs on them. Uh, and you said right away, Tark, good on them for, mm-hmm. for banning them. And, and while I don't disagree, I do want to put out there the kind of counter thought that some have had too on this is that, yeah, it was very easy for other people reporting this person to get them banned for a high profile streamer, what about when I am stream sniped and griefed and X and Y and Z and harassed and multiple reports and nothing is happening? So yeah, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, I get, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. The rules are in place for a reason they were broken, ban them. But I also hear the argument of is this a little bit of a double standard? Uh, you know, 200,000 people watching you, you get action taken right away. X streamer over here has the same type of thing going on. They've got to deal with it every other day and multiple reports later, they're still having to deal with it. Mm. I don't know. I've never thought of it in that way. Um, Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm I ain't just... cutting away from you. Yeah, I'm, that's... I'm gonna leave you right there to flail <laughs> like the fish out of water you uh... are right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, take a minute, Kronos. What do you think? I so I do feel bad for those people, but I I've never seen anything to the extent of what people were doing to Asmund, and I think it's just because the sheer number. I think some people though were like legitimately trying to just like run alongside him, and that's fine, right? Like, as long as you're not, like... Yeah, they were there with one of their stuff. favorite streamers. That's cool, right? Yeah. You know, that's um, fun. Yeah, so, like... But, like, I've seen other smaller streamers, and they have to deal with stuff, too, and it sucks. But, like, I mean, I've seen people that aren't stream typing and just get banned for casting, like, Holy and Limsa. So it's, like, it's not like you can't... Ban- like, those people get banned a lot. So I don't really think it's much of a double standard. I think that's just how Final Fantasy runs its ship. Uh, it's unfortunate, though, when there is stuff that gets kind of swept under the rug and it happens to other streamers that sucks but i totally support at least the banning of the people that are literally just like killing mobs that they don't need to kill so they can like prevent aspen from like going through a quest or like 
sitting on a quest marker with giant mounts so you can't see it. it like that stuff's gotta like there's gotta be something punished there and I, so I agree with that stuff but yeah and they were they were banned using the exact rules that that you would probably think 3.2 from the user agreement disruption you may not in any way disrupt or interfere with the game experience of other players including the disruption of Square Enix's computers and services so yeah I mean prohibiting a player from being able to do anything pretty much fits the definition to a T fits the definition to a T yeah but you can't access an NPC to progress with the main story <laughs> right. yeah, that's that's disruption yeah you yeah. can't move forward just a little bit just I, a little I think bit. the worst was Damn the mobs else. I think the mobs was the worst thing actually because you can that at was, least that was, yeah you can at least like hide everybody's name and like push the the NPC's name to like the front so you can click on it even if it's like surrounded. Change your targeting yeah yeah I do that during expansions because like you know you get to a quest where everybody's at it yep but like um you know killing level, right <laughs> killing level three mobs you know because like you know because those opening quests for your classes you got to kill like kill three of this kill three of this. and like he can't find any yeah oh, excuse me <clears throat> like that kind of that kind of sucks yeah so and your hunting log remember those things. <laughs> I yeah. love the hunting log. I do miss those. I do miss the hunting log. Well, it's log. still around. It's just a different form. Yeah, uh, clan hunts. I guess. I guess. They're not nearly as fun for me. Uh, What else we got on Asmund's thing here? Oh, yeah. So this was... <laughs> yeah. This was fun. Obviously, a lot of back and forth. A lot of, we've mentioned some people, you know, attempting to gatekeep and, and stuff like that. And... Well, somebody did take to Twitter, express their opinion, you know, said, I want to make something very clear. Asmin's kind of hatred and rudeness is not welcome in Final Fantasy XIV. It's the responsibility of every decent player to overwhelmingly report every single incident of it and make sure he's run off quickly. Do not give him or his fanboys room. Uh, and you know what? That's someone's opinion that they're certainly entitled to. I'm not going to sit there and, and bash their opinion. Uh, however wrong, I may personally think it is. Uh, and we will get to our opinions on the overall Asmin streaming for Final Fantasy in just a moment. So we'll express ours there. Hold off on that thought. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because, not because of the tweet itself, but because of a, a particular reply that got sent mm. to it. Uh, somebody said that guy is an asshole. On its surface, yeah. On its surface, probably not newsworthy. Uh, that tweet is now gone. Uh, because that tweet came from Adam Haliski. And if you don't know Adam, Adam is the lead proje project manager of data at Blizzard Entertainment. You know, that other game that Asmund does an awful lot of streaming for, has built his audience on and has been somewhat critical of lately. And, you know, that's fine, right? You can be critical of something and still love it. Yep. That's another thing that I just don't get with the internets these days. Uh, I can be critical of 14 and still absolutely love it. Uh, <laughs> kind of a bad look, I think. <laughs> I get blue check mark at all. I get yeah, blue check mark at all. Can we just say how ironic it is that the profile picture is the Picard face palm? 
<laughs> like, it is pretty freaking awesome. Like, can we just point out the irony there? Of just oh shit. Um, face palming yourself, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I totally get it. Blizzard employees absolutely have an absolute right to form their own opinion about any content creator, YouTube creator, streamer, or whatever. Uh, and that's fine. Like, you don't have to like Asmin. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and work for Blizzard. You, It's fine. You could think he's totally an asshole. You could, you know, given your job, it's almost understandable that you might feel a little defensive, a little, I don't like things that, that this guy is saying. I don't agree with them. He doesn't work here. He doesn't know these things. You know, he doesn't know why we're doing certain things. He never bothered to ask. Like, I get why you might have those types of feelings. Whether you should or not, I, I don't know. I don't work there with you, but... I understand that. You can't say it on Twitter. <laughs> you just can't say it on Twitter, Kronos. Come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a mistake. <laughs> I mean, like, even if you have this opinion, yeah, you just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. I I, I don't. Stunned. Does he still have a job? Do we know that? <laughs> Do we know he still have oh, a yeah. job? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, am, I know, like, I know Asbin said specifically he doesn't want him fired or anything and that he wasn't surprised, but, like, yeah. Yeah, he, he was just like, I don't care. He can call me an asshole. That's fine, you know. I, I think Asbin's exact response I have it here is, people keep linking pics of Blizz employees talking shit about me. I don't care. I talk shit about them all the time, LOL. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I don't need people harassing them to defend my honor, uh, which, again... You know, like him or not is a classy reply. <laughs> it's it's a, to, to not only just say, hey, leave him alone, but to acknowledge that, well, yeah, I mean, I talk shit on them all the time. Why wouldn't they talk shit on me, Dark? I will say, Asmund is very aware of what he is um, and what he brings. Uh, so he, he can be very self-deprecating, um, and I appreciate that. Um, my, my whole issue is that uh, he, he took that tweet down and he adjusted his little profile is that my opinions are my own. No, you have that blue check mark, and, and Esmond's even said this. You have that blue check mark because you're part of Blizzard. You're representing that company. What you say with that blue check mark represents the company you're working for. It's very unacceptable. I hope he gets disciplined. That's just totally not right. Yeah, I don't I just don't get it. Like I don't know. You think you'd be just a little more aware and go, ah, oh, I fucking hate that guy. All right, back to work. You know, I mean, just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Open I, mouth, insert foot. I, I get guess, emotional know. responses, right? We've all done it. We've all said or done something stupid in the heat of the moment and whatever. But this was like so, this was somebody tweeting, talking to the Final Fantasy fourteen community, not talking to Blizz, not talking to WoW players, just talking to the Final Fan and a Blizzard employee chimes in uh, on it. It's just a very, very weird time to chime in on it. But I think we got to get down to it, gentlemen. Uh, obviously, we all agree more eyeballs on any product you love is always a good thing. Some of those eyeballs may belong to assholes. Some of those eyeballs may belong to really good people. Most of those eyeballs are going to belong to people that you'll never talk to or interact with in any way, in any form, in your entire life. So, after X days of this, 
has and will the Asmin streams be a good, a net gain, a net positive for Final Fantasy? Or, um, like some have expressed on Twitter, does it introduce a toxic element or a negative element to the game, Kronos? I mean, all right. So uh, I'm going to start with the the last part you said. Okay. Because a, a lot of the toxicity stuff that I'm seeing from this isn't even from Asmin's people. It's from, mm -hmm. like, the 14 people trying to, like, prevent him from playing the game. Um, and I know that's, like, I know that's, like, a small part of the community and, like, that doesn't represent the whole. But, like, those people that are complaining are actually probably doing worse stuff than, like, just, just let him play the game. And, and I think it's been great. Um, like, I, I legitimately think he's enjoying himself. I think his streams are very entertaining to watch. I'm glad he's playing a game that I play. That, and, he, and, he, and I think he's giving it a fair shot, and he's critiquing it where he thinks it could be better, and he's enjoying the things that he's saying what's great about it. I, I think it's awesome. Um, no matter what you think, like, it, there's already bad eggs everywhere. He's not bringing any more than we already have, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you can think what you want about, like, I guess his followers or whatever, but I think most of them aren't even playing the game anyways. So I, I think it's been great. I, I hope that he continues to play. And like Tark said like, earlier, I, I hope he carries it into Endwalker. I'd like to see him play the expansion when it comes out. I think that'd be pretty sick. So I'm enjoying it. So you're kind awesome. of feeling along the same lines as before this all started, that it's a net, a net positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a net positive. Yeah, I think it's been yeah, I think it's been a boost. I think streamers not named Asmund Gold are also getting boosted just from him being in that that Twitch realm yeah. of fourteen. Yeah, the same category. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Tark. Um. Yeah. Same thought process as Kronos. Um. I start with uh, all the bad eggs are already here. Like we're, we're the ones that are causing the most fuss and and all the big ickiness. Uh, to think that our community is all sunshine and rainbows and there's no bad toxic stuff is naive. Um, we, we have that stuff too. Um, so I, I don't think he's bringing anything necessarily bad with him. Um, again, I've watched some of his streams. I, I see nothing but, you know, memory. He's really having fun with the game. I think it's he's being overall positive with what he's playing. He's having fun. Um, I feel this is a, a net gain for Final Fantasy. So I'm going to liken it this way, right? Uh, let's compare it to music for me. Okay. Okay. I am not, and you know, this may get some thumbs down. I, you know, it is what it <laughs> is. Uh, I am not a fan of the Beatles. I'm just not a Beatles guy, you know. I, I don't particularly enjoy any of their music. Uh, but I don't have to like Beatles music to recognize the impact they have had on music, the net good that they bring, uh, have brought to rock uh, and music in general, but rock more specifically, right? I don't have to like the artist to appreciate the art the the other way either uh i am not personally very invested in asmund gold as a person i find him mildly entertaining at moments hysterical at other moments and you know what it's not he's just not somebody i generally go watch a lot of that has to do with the fact that i don't want to watch a lot of world of warcraft content and that has been his bread and butter wheelhouse for years so 
it's not a personality thing more than it is it's he's been making content that doesn't interest me uh it's not what i watch i don't have to like asman to appreciate that bringing more eyeballs to the game is a net good thing right and there's millions of final fantasy 14 players some of them are assholes there's hundreds of thousands of Asmund Gold fans. Some of them are going to be assholes, too. Uh, and it's not going to matter what game they're in. Uh, I don't think over the long term, yeah, you might the assholes might be louder for a little while. But I think even if you give them that over the long term, there's going to be everybody else that checks out a game that they might not have checked out because they were in the World of Warcraft tribal camp and Asmund broke them out of it a little bit because they watched some streams and checked out something different. There's going to be the people that stop playing 14 and just go back to WoW or back and forth. Can we please stop using the term WoW refugees, by the way? Good <laughs> lord. Yeah. It's been like a few years now. I feel yeah. like oh, I'm, I know. I know. I know it's been a thing for years. I hate that term. I hate that term. Or if you go back to WoW, oh, Final Fantasy XIV, refugee. No, I'm not a refugee of anything. For God's sake. Least You're of all a video it's game. It's a damn video game. Yeah, least of all a video. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, I think the streams have been entertaining. You know, I, I do think he's enjoying the game. I think overall it'll be a net good. Do I think there might be some assholes that are a little louder for a while? Probably. You know, they're getting a little bit of attention right now. We just talked about them, you know, doing stupid things, getting banned, you know, do stupid things, win stupid prizes. Um, but all in all, yeah, I think it'll be a net good. I think it'll bring some people to the game who probably weren't ever going to play it before. And maybe they'll stick with it. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be part of your free company. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, just a quick reminder, the 14-hour broadcast is tomorrow. Uh, starts tomorrow. That, of course, does start with the live letter. Uh, well, after the introduction. So like half an hour after it starts, it starts with the live letter. Uh, we did go through everything that was on that uh, uh, on a, the previous show, but I did want to point out that they have added more details now to the 14-hour broadcast challenge, the how do you like Heidelin section. That's going to be all focused on the community teams in Japan, North America, and Europe working together to like learn all the blue mage spells. Uh, whether you're a new blue mage or an experienced one, if you want to take part in that, the details are up on the site now on the lodestone, so you can get that information. They want to get as many blue mages to help. Uh, and if they are able to meet that goal of, of learning them all, the Inferno Jacket in-game item will be added to the rewards of the next Moogle Treasure Trove event. Uh, I'm just going to say that that jacket looks pretty dope, actually. It looks sick. It does, yeah, it does awesome. look awesome. That was amazing. I, I want that jacket in real life. <laughs> I do, too. I want that I'm jacket like, in leather in real life. I don't care for the SE store, but if that was on there, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll jump oh, on Oh, did that. any of you pre-order watches, by the way? I did not. You did I don't not. Play I Tark, I know you were thinking about I, it with I, me. I completely forgot about it. I, is it still up? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I got the email I'll a couple of weeks it. ago. Oh, well. You missed out. You missed out. I again. missed out. 
in other things, Square Enix, Final Fantasy XI. Oh, my God. It's going to turn 20 in May of next year. We, How old do you feel now? Uh, 20 years older than Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes, it is going to turn 20 next May. It just had its 19th birthday a couple of months ago. Now we're bringing up the 20th one like nine months ahead of time. Why? Uh, because there's a special site already up for the celebration. Uh, they have a bunch of things planned. They're getting new battlegrounds or battlefield or whatever, too, in their next update. Um, so if you haven't checked this out, it's definitely worth a checking out if you are a Final Fantasy XI head uh, like myself. Like, I, I have good and, you know, now bad memories about it, too. But uh, absolutely amazing website. Amazing website if you are a fan. There's not a lot on it. Like, there's a little update on We Are Vanna DL uh, and why they went with that slogan. Then there's the We Remember v Vanna DL section, the We Illustrate Vanna DL, and the We Discuss Vanna DL se uh, segments. The We Discuss segment is an interview the only with uh, uh, Tanaka-san, but the only the first part is up right now. We'll, we'll come to that in a second. We Illustrate is just amazing art, by the way. Amazing art. Just if you want to flip through some beautiful art, go ahead. Uh, we Remember Vanadiel is such a cool <laughs> website feature. I loved this. So here's the deal. You can actually click on and sort a whole timeline for the game from before it released all the way up to current day and look at it from the developer's standpoint, the events in-game standpoint, the player's standpoint. You could look at them all together. Then there's behind-the-scenes commentary in certain segments of this. Like, the, it starts off with Final Fantasy XI being announced at the Square Millennium uh, event in uh, January 29 of 2000. Uh, and then the PlayStation 2 launch is in there, you know, it, itself, the PlayStation 2 system, and, and all the way up through. It is fascinating to go through that and to look at some of the behind-the-scenes commentary, particularly as a player. Now, Tark, I, you weren't all that invested in Eleven. Did you find any of this interesting just from a Final Fantasy fan standpoint? Not really, no. no. It, did, it wasn't enough I mean, for if, you? If, if, I mean, if, they, if this leads to something new for Eleven to come through, that, that might be something that's cool. Um, but... You know, I got to level seven as a white mage, and then I was done. I just well hooked me at that point. Um, I just uh, yeah, I asked because I was kind you, of wondering. Like, I thought this was really great, and but I looked at that section. I was like, I think that section, even people that didn't like just Final Fantasy fans, would be like, that's really interesting watching the whole time. Like, yeah, sure, maybe you skip a bunch of in-game events because you really didn't care about that stuff. But like, looking at development and production and things like that, I thought maybe there'd be a little more interest there. So was it just like art for you and then you were gone? You left the site? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I looked at all the art. It's, it's beautiful. The game art is amazing. Has been for Final Fantasy for years and years and years. So um, yeah, that's about it for me for the website. Cronus, I'm almost afraid to ask you. I mean, you were, you know, I'm, also, I'm almost afraid. What do you think? I mean, he made it to level seven. Uh, I don't even know if I made it to level two, uh, but... <laughs> 
No, the art the art is cool. I, I think I kind of echo like kind of what Tark's saying. It, it it's it's not like the nostalgia for me like it is for you, and that's great. Like that you enjoy. You guys that. are terrible um, people. I, just... I'm sorry, but uh, I will say the timeline thing is really interesting. I if they did that for like 14 or something that I like, I f- feel like I kind of lived through. I feel like it'd be really cool to like exactly. go through each part. Yeah, I think as, I, a, as a concept alone, independent of it being Final Fantasy 11, I thought that was very very cool. Very cool. Uh, the interview, uh, again, very, very good. Like, it is interesting to read the interview, I think, even from a Final Fantasy fourteen perspective, uh, because we are talking to <laughs> we are talking to Hiromichi Tanaka, who famously uh, was working on fourteen uh, at one point. So it is really interesting, I think, uh, from that standpoint. And then having a lot of the Final Fantasy love that uh, for uh, eleven that I do. Uh, some of the the things were just very very uh, interesting. They did talk about for months making their their employees before they started development play EverQuest. Just sit there and play EverQuest. That was their job for months was to sit there and play EverQuest before they did this. And when they conceptualized everything, the developers were panicking, Tark, because they were like, "We've got to get this to work on the PS2. How the hell are we going to get yeah. this to work?" on the ps2 now looking back it only works on the ps2 <laughs> you know the whole game is is powered by ps2 dev kits which are a you know limited supply item at this point yeah when they run out and the game just shuts down we'll all just laugh <laughs> i i don't know if you guys remember this but there was an interview a few years back uh probably related to the whole mobile thing which eventually was canceled we talked about it on the show that uh, they asked them like about creating new stuff. Uh, and they said, well, the problem the problem isn't so much that we can't create new stuff. It's like, we can't really do cutscenes. And, and they were like, wait, what? You, they were like, well, yeah. Um, so the thing is, the cutscene engine that we use, uh, there's basically nobody left that knows how to use that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, Mart's a fan of the way Eleven told stories. I am as well. If if you are an Eleven fan, you can lose yourself in this site. It is very interesting. Very interesting. Moving on from Eleven, though, if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, uh, Square Enix is going to be putting up for sale the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania. Now, I have all my Final Fantasy Ultimanias back here right now. Uh, this has previously been a Japan only, and there's a lot of books that are, you know, Japan only. We never see here in the states. This one we're going to see in the states. You'll be able to pre-order it at some point. Kingdom Hearts Ultimania, the story before Kingdom Hearts three, over 250 pages of lore-filled goodness. Lore-filled goodness. Now I love the Ultimania books. I'm not personally invested enough in Kingdom Hearts, though. I you know, to like be like excited about this one, Tark, but I feel like I have to buy it, right? Otherwise, we kind of, if this doesn't do well, there is no incentive to bring all that other stuff we want them to bring over to the United States. So there's there are times where I'm like, damn it, I'm only going to buy this so that it actually has a sale underneath of it. And that's how I feel about this one personally. Maybe you guys feel differently. Maybe you're into Kingdom Hearts more than I am to to want to, understand the lore i'm just like yeah i i don't understand it i'm done i'm done i don't want to read more about what i don't understand Tark. 
I'm just hoping that maybe this helps me understand the whiteboard of doom and crossing strings that goes on with this game. Um, I want to support it. Um, I've Are you going to buy it? Game. I think I am. Um, it'd be nice to have. Uh, and then when I actually get into two and three and all the side projects, maybe I'll understand it a little bit better. I think the art is enough for me to be interested in buying it, though, because the the art in the Ultimania series is just fantastic, and I do like yeah. the, some of the art in Kingdom Hearts. Kronos, you're just sitting there with like this shit-eating grin on your mouth. No one understands Kingdom Hearts lore. The people that write the book don't even understand it. Like <laughs> the director doesn't even understand it. He just puts it out there and says, "Here." I, I, like, Yuna I, like, doesn't he's... understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yuna, not, look, Yuna looks confused. Look, Yuna looks confused. Like somebody was talking to Yuna about Kingdom Hearts here. <laughs> like I, I'm not, I'm not buying this, and I, and I've bought like all the Kingdom Hearts. I just, I'm. <laughs> I'm tired of Kingdom Hearts, man. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Damn. Uh, like, I just, it, I, it sucks that, like, because what you're saying is kind of accurate. It's like, yeah. if they see low sales, they, they're not going to release other stuff. But, like, release stuff that people want. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, I, I, think, I think this one will do well. I think it'll be fine. I think it will sell. Yeah. I just wish, like, you know, like, I'd rather have, like, games that we don't get come over here as opposed to, like, Ultimania right. books. I think the books are cool, and I think there's like a few we have. Like, did we ever get the seven remake one? I don't think we have. No. But uh, I'd be interested in that one. I'd, but but not Kingdom Hearts. Absolutely. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders two added to the Xbox Game Pass cloud, so you can uh, that actually got added today to the cloud portion. If you uh, want to play that, did either of you guys ever play that? I played the first one. I didn't play the second one. I haven't played either one. Me neither. Yeah, I wasn't all that thrilled with the first one. Like it was it was fine. I had fun, but once I realized that it was like you go through all of this, you know, process to be able to build certain things, you build certain things, fight a boss, and then basically reset and you do it slightly different fashion. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm out. I'm out. No. It wasn't it wasn't captivating <laughs> enough or interesting enough to really, you know, want to beat each level. I know they weren't levels, but I've heard that the second one is better. I maybe maybe I'll check it out because it's on Game Pass. Uh, I don't know, but I do know. I do know one thing on the Dragon Quest front. I will absolutely buy me one of these. <laughs> a All you, bro. A Dragon Quest slime ice pack. An ice pack. What a weird fucking product. <laughs> <laughs> a Dragon Quest slime ice pack. Available. I mean, they're really cute. <laughs> I mean, no, no doubt. Yeah, uh, they are available or will be available for, uh, or you can right now pre-order them on the Square Enix store. So we've got the regular blue slime. We have a couple different colored slimes. Then we've got, if you thought this one was cute, if you thought this guy was cute, we got the King Slime uh, yeah. also. I I don't know like what merchandiser what what happened to that meeting where like hey you know those slime guys they uh they kind of look like those freezy ice packs you put in your refrigerator you throw in a lunchbox or whatever and everybody was like how have we not made those yet <laughs> I sold I don't know I mean I don't pack a lunch anymore so Maybe if I packed a lunch, I'd get it. But talk about weird, weird merchandising. I mean, they are cute. They are cute. I'll give them that. All right, gentlemen, let's go do Love It or Leave It. 
I asked you for your initial opinions on this in the show already, but now I'm going to make you a black or white decision on this one. Love it or leave it is the segment at the end of every show where I give the panel an item, a press release, a game, a feature, anything I want from Square Enix. It could be just loosely related because it's my show and I'll do whatever I damn well please. Thank you. And I ask you, do you love it? You want more of it or leave it? Never see it again. I think there's probably going to be a split on the panel here if I'm making a prediction. Targoth, we're going to start with you. Love it or leave it? The Kingdom Hearts Ultimania. Love it. I think I'm going to buy it. Uh, I'd like to have a little bit better understanding of that whole world and lore. Yeah, that book, this book ain't going to help. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's as complex as it is. Um, I want to see more of these uh, books come to the to the West, though. So you're willing to shell out your 40, 50 bones to show your yeah. support? Yeah. All right, all right. Give me the 7 remake one, though, too, please. Kronos, love it or leave it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it. Kingdom Hearts lore can die in a fire. <laughs> um, it's terrible. It's convoluted. It doesn't make sense. If this was just like an art book, I think that'd be cool. Well, have you guys like, ever flipped through the Ultimanias? Like, do, do you yeah, guys own them? Yeah, they do. They yeah. generally are. Like, they're seventy yeah. percent art, and then there's like yeah. a, a synopsis of the the game that they're talking about, the and some of the development stuff, and maybe if there's an interview with somebody, they could throw in there. Like, don't expect Tark. I don't think to be like sifting through lore. This is kind of like breaking down the individual games, sure. uh, and, and not, unlikely to be like. Shedding yeah. new light on anything. <laughs> it's almost like an encyclopedia. For yeah, Arts, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're already split. We already split. Prediction true. Uh, this one's tough for me. I want to support this stuff. I want to support all of Square Enix's products coming to a global audience, not just the United States here, but to a global audience. Unfortunately, I'm just not invested in Kingdom Hearts enough. I have played all the 1, 2, and 3 mainline, and I've even played a couple of the offshoots for handhelds and things like that. Not all of them. Uh, but they are just like a one-time playthrough for me, and and then I'm done. You know, I'm not invested enough to want the book. I will probably buy it uh, for <laughs> art and to support Square bringing things here, but as a concept for me personally, if I'm rating this fairly, I would probably say leave it. Uh, just not for me. It's not in my wheelhouse. But I'm going to shell out some money just to kind of push the train for the other stuff that I do want that'll never end up released here anyway because it's the stuff like, that I want. I feel like that's the life of a Square Enix fan. It's exactly. like, I really hate that, I hate but I'm going to spend money on it. We talked about pixels. We talked about pixels. Which, by the way, that's almost upon us. A couple of weeks, you'll be able to get the first three. You can pre-purchase them right now. Uh, no stream from Faye after the show today. I gave all the streamers the option if they were doing stuff with family this week or traveling or, you know, whatever for 4th of July. So uh, Faye's taking today off. She'll be back next Thursday. So look forward. I have my stream tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then Saturday we'll be doing Gaming Gumbo, Torchwick, and Tarkov. will have their streams as well. So pretty much normal week from, from here on out, with the exception of Liminal Liminality Carb being off this Saturday. Uh, and actually, for the next uh, three weeks, uh, Liminality will be off. He had prior engagement. so. Uh, but just check it out. Uh, follow us on Twitter. 
we'll give you the schedule. We'll be back next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with another episode of The Relic Grind. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, same as always, Twitter. Uh, I've been streaming Guilty Gear, so my uh, twitch.tv slash RVA Kronos. Um, I might stream tonight, actually, and play some ranked. So nice. might catch me on there. Nice. Tark? Well, now that I'm not sick or getting better from being sick, uh, on Twitter and on Twitch at Tarkov Gaming. Uh, also here Saturday, Sunday nights uh, for Ready Check Radio. You can find Yuna right here. <laughs> right here. I'm Mike I'm so Byrne. Small. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, on Twitter so that you know every time we're going live with a podcast, a stream, or anything else. If you just want to come and hang out with us, we would appreciate it. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.